0: All right, Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year, Reg. How are you doing? Good. Did you have a good holiday? Excellent. All right. So now this one's going to be posted on what? Is this the last one of 2023 or the first one? We post this on Monday. Is that 31st? Get a calendar. You got a calendar in there? It's right behind you. Flip it. Oh right, okay. No, though this will be first. This will be January first, right? Monday. Good. Okay, this will be the first one of twenty twenty-four. Good, good, good. All right. Well, it fits into my topic, which is nice. I think I already knew that, but I don't know why I'm saying this now. But that's why we. I love the fact that no one knows this. No one knows I got the date screwed up. And when when we're, when the, when you edit all this out, and I guess you start with the music and everything. I'm going to talk about January 1st as if I knew it was the whole time. Oh, does editing make you sound smart, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's do this thing for the new one of the new year, 2024. Get ready. Star, smile, strong. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Pod-tastic. and welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podcasting. Every Monday a new episode is posted at wgnradio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. Don't forget listening is always priority 1 but a close priority 1a Is to getting out there and telling your friends and telling your family and tell anybody that listens to a podcast that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion are much appreciated. If you like what you hear, don't forget you go to WGNRadio.com, hit the podcast section and hit the prompt for this podcast, and you will find podcast after podcast after podcast, topic after topic after topic, entertainment after entertainment. So keep scrolling down, keep loading more, keep binging, and keep listening. We're starting a new year here. 2024 with episode number 397 as we creep up on the coveted 400 number happy new year welcome 2024 2023 how fast did you go by wow i don't know how about you it was a it was a it was a pretty fast year for me. I don't know about you personally, but for me, it certainly was. Um, jammed a lot of things into those 12 months and happy to say it. Um, hope you had a good one, too. It was a tough year uh, in many respects this year. I remember at the beginning of the year, first podcast for 2023, I hope for two things and i'm happy to say that one of those things actually uh has, has came true and one not only didn't come true it got worse at the uh, at the end of 2023 at the beginning or 2022 at the beginning of 2023 um, i had a family member that uh, got a very serious uh health diagnosis and so uh, right around the holidays and so it was not uh, it was very unsure as to what the the coming year would bring uh for him health wise but um modern medicine i'll tell you as well as a a positive attitude and uh, and maybe just luck who knows what it is sometimes uh but but all the the forces combined and I'm happy to say that this serious health problem uh has been averted and um and he's feeling fine and doing well, and hopefully that continues. And so uh, I'm glad that that New Year's wish or hope came true. The other one I mentioned was hopefully the end of, at that time, the Russian-Ukraine war would be over. It started in 2022 it it, it and has only gotten worse and better and worse and better uh, and here we are in, in now 2024 uh, a whole year of this now more than that and um, it, it just shows there's, there seems to be no end in sight it's slogging along I don't know what the point of this is except there's been such destruction and um, and hardship uh, and and political wrangling and and we are at this point as we talk here are no closer to a re- resolution than we were last year at this time. Uh, it's almost been now uh, it'll be 2 years in february 2 years so hopefully uh this will get done soon um but my goodness i don't know what what's going to happen uh, putin seems to have his 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 feet dug in even deeper, and uh, Zelensky and Ukraine certainly need help. They're outmanned in so many ways. But then, when you thought that hopefully that was the only war we would had to worry about, now, <laughs> toward the end of 2023, we get a, another terrorist invasion in October by... The terrorist group Hamas into Israel, and now Israel has is sunk in its boots deep into the ground and is committed to getting rid of Hamas. Um, and so is, is there was a little brief, as we all know, there was a brief little respite where some hostages were released. But the, the war in Israel does not seem to be close to any kind of um, ending as well, so not only did my hope for 2023 on the war front, not only was that, that 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 wish or hope did not come true, because we still have Ukraine and Russia at war, but now we've got another war that started, and it's even scarier because once the Middle East starts percolating, things can get really bad, really fast, and and this 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 war in that area has always been a tinderbox and now sadly that tinderbox has been uh has been lit again and, and then other countries throughout the middle east have to react out of their own i don't even know their own macho reactions i mean it, it's 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 such a it, it's it's always been a, a place of of great instability and it doesn't take much for that whole region to, to get stirred up. And it is certainly stirred up now. And I, so as we look forward to 2024, uh, my hope is that now these two wars will be resolved in some way that we can stop the destruction when, uh, you know, this idea of this bombings and, and when you saw the bombings going on and, uh, over the last year or so, now almost two years in 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 Ukraine, and now you see the bombings going on in Gaza and surrounding areas. Uh, it's it's the 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 human toll is obviously first and foremost. But then when you see the the physical toll of the buildings and the infrastructures of these countries completely decimated. That when this finally ends, and they're still being destroyed, all these buildings and towns and villages and roads and bridges, all this infrastructure being destroyed to rubble, when when the fighting finally ends, look what we're left with, and 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 how and when does that get rebuilt? What the end doesn't none of it makes sense it seems so antiquated the the, the 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 pictures that you're seeing from uh from ukraine and and from uh gaza now um the, the destruction alone the human toll obviously but the 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 physical destruction this stuff has to be cleaned up it has to be uh rebuilt and who's going to do that and how long is that going to take what 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 really do you gain I, I don't know i mean like i said i don't like to get political here um i i do believe that certainly russia or uh, you know israel has a right to defend itself and there was a terrorist attack against them so i understand uh you know their point of view but there comes a time when when the destruction doesn't really benefit anybody what are they going to what what are they they're going to have to, someone's going to have to clean this up someone's going to have to rebuild all this well you can't just leave this this, this land devastated like that, whether it's Russia with and Ukraine, if Ukraine wins, okay, now what? Let's say Ukraine wins. Now what? Who cleans all that up? I have a feeling I know who cleans that up. I have a really good feeling who is going to be cleaning that up, who's going to be paying for that. If we're paying for the war, you don't think we're going to be paying for the cleanup? And if we're even, like I said, I, I understand uh, Israel's, uh, you know, viewpoints. And I was just in Israel talking about the last past year. I want to talk about that. But as I said, I, I, I just, I, I, it's such a, a conundrum. But in 2024, here now, we're, we're 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 still fighting like it was the Middle Ages. So hopefully. In 2024, somehow, someone or something will bring both of these conflicts to an end. Because the, the world right now is, is, uh, is a crazy place to live in. It really is. And 2024 is going to be only crazier here in the United States. As crazy as it is internationally and it is unstable and we've got problems throughout the globe. This, this, is, this is a very unstable time. It's, it, it, the last 10 years have been transformational and unstably, um, you know, from a behavioral and a cultural standpoint. And now we've got major wars to complicate that. So we've been going through transformation and un- instability w- w- with our culture. In the last 10 or 15 years. And then you put these wars on there. And now, in 2024, in a couple of weeks, when the Iowa caucuses started, uh, it takes place here in mid-January. I would think one of the most (laughs) divisive and turbulent political presidential United States states campaigns will officially take place. I mean, the campaign's been going on for a while. We've seen all the, the craziness that's been going on with impeachment hearings and indictments and debates. and. But now votes are going to be cast. It's going to get real. It's going to get serious. Here in the Chicago area, it's going to get real serious in the summer when the Democratic Convention is here in Chicago. This is going to be... Political theater, I believe, like you've never seen before. The next 11 months are going to be a Mr. Toad's wild ride. If you think the world has been crazy the last couple of years, the last three years, now almost four years, will be going on since COVID, since March of 2020, well, wait until 2024, kicks off. <laughs> Between the two conflicts we have right now which are keeping the world on edge. Combine that with the most powerful country in the world having a presidential election in which the two sides, the two party the two parties, the two thought processes in this in this country, the liberal and the conservative, are so far apart on almost everything. And somehow we're going to have an election. So the next 11 months are going to be crazy from these wars that are continuing. Hopefully no other conflicts break out in that time. But we know for sure that we've got a presidential election. And it's going to be grabbing headlines. If you know, right now it's it's you know, happy new year. We're all looking forward to it. I'm just giving you a little sneak peek to say enjoy the next couple of weeks. <laughs> because moving forward, once the Iowa caucuses start in mid-January, the race is on and you're going to and it's going to be crazy and from now until november and who and and based on whatever happens then whoever is is running unless it's a landslide victory for one side or the other i'm sure we're going to have a contested race That could look the the craziness of our presidential election can easily fall into 2025. And when I'm talking to you next year on this podcast, I might be saying, I told you so. We still don't have a president. That's not crazy to think. That's not crazy to think that we're still talking about the 2020 election being um, illegitimate by some people. So here we go again. So strap in. Right now, the next two weeks, from January 1st <laughs> until, uh, as I said, the Iowa caucus, which really starts everything, um, enjoy, You know, take a deep breath. Uh, things might be... A little, you know, peaceful and calm because once that starts, get ready. (laughs) Once that starts, get ready. When the Iowa caucus starts on January 15th, wow, so... Enjoy the next two weeks. I'm going to enjoy the next two weeks because actually, um, within a week or so, it's my birthday, so that's that'll be fun. And then a week later, the, the the chaos begins. So this is the calm before the storm because after January 15th until at least November and beyond. As I said, I have a feeling that the that both of the conventions for Republicans and Democrats are going to be crazy this year, but we're going to be sitting right here in the Chicago area. We are going to be sitting in, in ground zero of confusion, especially given, you know, Joe Biden's, um, you know, situation. Not only is he extremely unpopular at this point as the, as the election begins, but there's still questions about his, his health and his, his mental capacity, and there are still these rumors, many people, leaders in the Democratic Party, saying that maybe it's time for him to step down. So that convention in Chicago could be crazy. It could be political theater at its best. So, or it's most, you could say at its best, or at its lowest point you never know depending on your viewpoint no kidding but uh yeah so enjoy the next two weeks (laughs) at the very least because come august it's going to be pretty crazy whether you're living in chicago or anywhere else in the country a friend of mine um we got together um with a friend of mine longtime friend um just after Christmas, no, just before Christmas. And we were just uh, talking. He was saying how he really, he had a great year. He really enjoyed the year. He done he did a lot of things that he wanted to do personally, professionally, and he was very happy with the year. And um, it's nice to hear that. As I've said to you many times, I'm going to repeat it again today. I think it's this is even more important. With the prologue that I've just given you about the year ahead, I think my usual little speech here about a new year and new beginnings has even more relevance and importance because, as I've said many times, the outside world, especially the last several years, right, since COVID and even before that, we, we, we were going through this long before COVID, but COVID just uh, elevated everything. To Where we are now, but um, I always say that the new year offers great uh, hope and expectation, not only for the world, we always have that but that's a that's a that's a big task, but you certainly have some control over your personal life as to what happens in that year, and as i 've always said. I subscribe to this, and, and, and it seems to work for me. As I looked back, based on what my friend was saying, he looked back already and said, "Yeah, I really, I, I really, 2023 was a great year. I'm having a, this is one of the best years of my life." He said, which is great to feel that way, especially as you get older. That's fantastic. Instead of saying, "Oh my God, remember the good old days." It's great to be able to have some good old days, new old days, even as you get older. So I was very happy for him. But I always say that we have, you know, you can't just let life affect you. You've got to go out and and affect life as well. Life's going to bring some things to you anyway. So it's always, I say, it's our job. We are given 12 new blank sheets, one a month. For the next year, with a big 2024 at the top, we get 12 new blank sheets, 12 new blank pages to fill up each one of those each month to put into that bigger folder, that bigger ongoing book of what we call our lives. And we've we, right now, today, January 1st, the new pages are there. Did you get yours? I got mine. They were handed out to me. Got 12 new pages with a big 2024 20, at the top. And it's staring me right at the in the face, blank as can be, saying, fill me up. And that's our challenge every year, to make sure that when the year ends and you look back at those 12 pages that 12 months before were blank, Hopefully now, when you look back, all 12 of those are filled with memories and events and accomplishments and activities, whatever it may be, whatever it is important to you that makes your life important, makes your life fun, makes your life vital, makes your life worth living, hopefully it's on those pages whether it's family whether it's career whether it's hobbies whether it's events you go to concerts you go you travel your your kids get married your you get married whatever your age is you have kids your kid goes to school your grandparents what whatever it is wherever you are in your life whatever stage you are whatever you are whatever important to you Make sure that you fill up those pages, those blank pages, those 12 new blank pages. So when you, can, when you look back right now at the last 12, you go, huh, not a bad year. I did my job. Maybe you had some hardship. Life will always throw us curveballs. That's how you deal with it. And as I've always said, the world at large now is is such a unstable, sometimes scary, unknown place. Right now, we we're, we're, we don't know where we're moving as a as a country, as a world. We don't know. It's a very very strange time. It's not the first time this has ever happened, I'm sure, but I think for many of us, it is. As confusing as it has been, I was I was not aware in the 60s when we had such tumult, and I've talked about this before, I would compare what's going on today with the 60s where there was so much change generationally and in the world, and it took a long time to get through that. And I think it's only been exacerbated now, not only are we in that world where we've, we've had a huge generational and cultural shift, behavioral shift, and now we've got you know different global aspects going on, but it's only been exacerbated by social media, which didn't ex- exist 60 years ago, which makes it even harder for us to get through the clutter, to get through the white noise, and try to find a path out of this. And I don't think 2024 is going to be any great revelations. As I said before, it, it, could, it could become even more divisive as our differences here, at least the United States, will be on display during this presidential election. They will be on display for the whole world to see. Uh, I love politics. I'm a political junkie. So for me, uh while I look forward to it, it's also very scary and frustrating because it's not it's not as fun to watch it anymore because there are the stakes are very high now. Uh it's a different time. Even more than it's up to us, I believe, individually to make sure that Well, yes, we are cognizant of the world around us, of our community around us, no question about that, but our individual lives are still ours. We still have that control to to do what we that is important to us whether as i said before it's work or volunteerism or or family whatever it may be hobbies tra- whatever whatever makes you you we have a new year with blank pages to fill those pages up and i think it's even more important in 2024 to do that, because I've already told you we've got some major pro- we've got some major things that are going on, major problems in the world in this upcoming election is going to be chaos at its peak. We are going to be seeing things that we've never experienced before going on in the next 11 months and beyond, perhaps. So I think it's even more important. To try to focus on yourself and say, okay, in the midst of all that, what's going to make me happy? What's going to make me thrive? What's going to make me move forward? What's going to make me create some special memories to put down on those empty pages? And that's our, I believe, that's our challenge and our goal every year. Now, I'm happy to say, as I said, I you know, as the end of the year comes, there's, you know, you're busy and blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I had forgotten, really, uh, about, I mean, and there was a few things that stuck out, but uh, it was my friend was kind of recapping this stuff. I didn't really even join in with some things. Like, oh, yeah, well, it wasn't a bad year for me or, you know, my wife either, blah, 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 blah. I I didn't really sit down and think about it, but after we had that conversation, I went home and I said, well, what kind of year was this for me? And once again, (laughs) went back to the old daily planner and went through each month and went, oh, wait a minute. Oh, Oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. And I look back now at those 12 pages that at this, this time last year, most of what happened I could not have predicted. But as the year went on, every day, every month, it was, how do I fill those pages? How do I fill those pages? Those pages will not fill themselves. Life is proactive. Those pages, those empty pages, each month will not fill itself. You've got to do it yourself. You've got to to fill those pages with your own efforts and your own abilities. Most of the things that happened that I would look back now and say, wow, this was, this was really a great year. This was a fun year. This was a memorable year. That's the key. Make those memories. Create those memories that will last you. And I made quite a few this year. I couldn't have predicted most of them. A few I did have on the docket already that I knew that were happening. But not all of them. And not all of them as to what happened with them as well. I knew, for instance, at this time last year that we were going to go to Israel and Egypt. And it was a, a trip that we had planned in 2020 that got canceled many times, beginning with COVID right then. We were supposed to leave in April of 2020 to go on this trip. And it got canceled and canceled and canceled. And finally, it was rescheduled. And I'm glad we went when we did, because now there's such chaos in that area that I, I would be afraid to go there, to be honest with you. So we went at a great time. We were very fortunate. And I said to you on this podcast, when we came back, I've always wanted to see the Egyptian pyramid. So for me, that was, as I said before, be proactive. Do those things. Try to do those things that will give you lifetime memories. That trip alone was a lifetime memory. And a lifetime accomplishment in some ways of Finally, seeing those pyramids in person and sitting and touching and standing on them. Something I will never forget. So, the year started off pretty good right from the start there. And that was late January and early February. So, you know, we got the first couple of months. You know, I got some nice little trip. I had my birthday in early January, was in Israel in late January, and then was in Egypt in February. So not bad, right? Well, okay. What are you going to do with the next 10? And that's the goal. I have to say I was I was well, this is something that I was completely shocked and humbled, but uh, I was nominated for an acting award here in Chicago, very prestigious acting award called the Jeff Awards. Um, For a role that I did in 2022 in this play that I talked about here on the podcast, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And um, in January 31st, while I was in uh, Egypt, I got news that I was nominated. I never expected it. Uh, it, I I couldn't have... Written that down to say, oh, and by the way, I'm going to be nominated. And the play, in the play itself, was nominated for seven nominations, and we wound up winning five of them, or four, I believe. Um, so, uh, including best play, and while I didn't win myself for my performance, for which I was nominated, but we won for best play, which. Hey, you know, there was only 4 of us in the play. So I still felt that my contributions uh were important and uh were recognized as in so wow, what a what a cool thing for that to happen. Well, I was nominated in January and the award ceremony was in March. When we got to go up on stage and and collect the the award for best play. So Could not have predicted that one, and that's what makes the coming year so uh, exciting too because you never know what's going to happen. This was something that I did in 2022, and it came back in fruition in 2023 for me. But I still had to get out there and do that thing in 2022 in order to get this special prize that happened in 2023. And this is my point. Keep moving forward. Do those things that make you happy, that help you be you, that help define you, that keep your juices flowing. And then throughout the year, once again, filling those pages. I was in a play then later in the year or in the middle, in the summer, the Crucible, another play of which we got high accolades, and I'm hoping that that play might hopefully get nominated again and maybe in, in the next month or so, by the end of this month, we, I might have good news again, which would be amazing. But once again, I had to have done that play this year or last year in 2023 in order for something cool to potentially happen here in 2024, and we'll see. I'm hoping to fill that page up. I'd love to win this time. <laughs> I'd love to be nominated, there's no question. But I was very proud of the play, and I was very proud of our, my performance in The Crucible uh, with Invictus Theater here in Chicago, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but well, something to look forward to. But that's my point, and I'm looking forward to auditioning to more shows throughout 2024 to keep that, those juices flowing. Then I was very uh, lucky and, and excited to uh, see some of the last shows of Elton John's uh, final tour. This tour started in 2028, COVID, you know, Gave it a glitch and it, it went on for, you know, five years, but it finally ended. And I was lucky enough to see um, a show, a couple of shows in, in in Paris and then a couple of shows in Stockholm, the final two shows of the tour in Stockholm, which were my 20, 214th. And 215th shows. And I saw 36 shows on that Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour that started in 2028. All around the, all around the world, throughout this country here, as well into other countries. And it was exciting and it was fun. And it's a, it's a part of my life and a part of my memories. But once again... In fact, I wasn't even going to go to the shows in Stockholm because I was like, you know, I'd seen him in Paris and and that was exciting and there wasn't really that much. Stockholm was the end of the tour, but it wasn't anything. But I had gone to so many, I I decided at the last second that I I should go and so I went. And I was really glad I did go. It, It was a nice period. I was there at the first show in Allentown, Pennsylvania, in September of 2018. And I was at the last show in July of 2023. So that was pretty cool. (laughs) Um, Then I went to a place I always wanted to go, was the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. And I went there in uh in August with a friend of mine who was a big baseball fan too and we had a great time and finally got to cooperstown and got to i'm a big baseball fan and got to see the 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 Hall of fame and the the all the plaques of all the people and see some of my favorite players and and I even told you that I always believed that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame regardless of his personal problems and so um, I put a a rose on a blank <laughs> slab that was up on one of the walls in the in the hall of plaques. I, I taped a rose. That was my little protest to say Pete Rose belongs in here. I have a picture of it. It's a cool memory. I didn't think about doing that ever until about three days before. I said, you know what? I'm going to bring a I'm going to bring a rose and tape it to somewhere in that Hall of Fame with the plaques. And sure enough, there was a whole wall of empty plaques, of slabs waiting for the plaques to come on. And I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. This is my point. Memories. Fill that page. Not only did I go to Cooperstown, but I put a rose in there, my own little protest. And then we went to other uh, places, you know, we we that we traveled to as well. Just finished a a, a fun trip in Napa and California, which I told you on this podcast about my crazy mistake I made, which will be a great memory and a great story forever. That's filling the page. I also went to Tulsa, Oklahoma to see the Bob Dylan Center, uh, which was kind of fun, which is something I always want to see because I'm a Bob Dylan fan. So, Fill those pages, filling those pages. I did not expect. I knew about the the Israel and Egypt trip. That I knew about, but and I knew that I was probably going to go see Elton in Paris, but I didn't think I was going to see him in Stockholm. I didn't know if I was going to go to Cooperstown. I've wanted to go to Cooperstown for decades, for years. But I didn't know that I was going to go this year until I finally sat down and said to my friend, hey, I really want to go to the Cooperstown. Do you want to go? And boom, we put it together. Some of these, these trips, some were, were on the books, but, but the California one really wasn't. It turned out to be a really fun trip. The Dillon Center, I had no, question. I, I had no clue I was going to go to see that. I actually went to see Bernie Toppin, who, who had a book signing at, and that's why I went. He, he had a book signing in conjunction with the Dylan Center. And so I said, well, this is a great opportunity to go see Bernie Toppin in, in person, the guy that writes lyrics for Elton John, because he put out uh, his, his autobiography, and visit this Dylan Center, which I've wanted to see since this opened a few couple, three years ago. Filling those pages. It's not easy. I understand. R- real life gets in the way. And there's other things that happened throughout the year that believe me I had to deal with. And that's there too. That's there on those pages. Some tough stuff as well. That's there on those pages. Because I think what's important is that we have to realize that just there's, you know we always look back at the high points. And I've been talking about high points here. But even tough things, even bad things, they still become memories. And hopefully we find ways to make those memories good, even though they might be tough to, and, 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 and bad things. And tough things to handle, but you find ways to, to understand how you dealt with them, hopefully, in a good way. Life, is ain't, life ain't easy, folks. I'm, the older I get, I'm learning those stories, and my mom and dad are becoming smarter and smarter and geniuses than I ever thought they ever were when I was 20. <laughs> so many of the things they told me and so many of the lessons that I've learned since then, I'm now understanding why they said them and how right they were, but... The only way that you could learn those lessons is by living life. And they were my age now when they were telling me these things. And, and I was young and thought I knew everything. And that is a constant. The youth always believes they, they're, that, they're, that they know everything. You have to live life to learn about life. And part of living life is getting out there and participating in it. As I said before, life is a proactive endeavor. At least the interesting ones, the fun ones. Nothing comes to you. You've got to go and find it. You've got to go make it happen. And yes, you there's some things that may come to you, but if you look back, you'll notice that you played a role in that happening. Something didn't come completely out of the blue. You, you, there might be some fortunate thing, but I guarantee you if you trace back the beginnings of whatever this this good thing may have been, I guarantee you that you played some role, some proactive role. Whether you went out and bought a lottery ticket. You what do they say? You can't win unless you buy a ticket. So you can say, Wow, I got lucky. Oh, I won a raffle. I won the I, well, was it lucky that you that your name was picked? Was it lucky that you got this scratch off? Is it number that lucky that all your numbers um Lined up? Yeah, sure. But you had to buy that ticket. You played a role in that. So stuff that even seems out of the blue. Whoa, how did this happen? I guarantee you, for the most part, if you trace it back, I guarantee you, you played some role in that. You, it may have even been something that you didn't even think that much about. That's something that you didn't plan. It's something that, that, that just was happenstance, whatever it may be. It may have been something you forgot you even did. But I guarantee you that you, that you did something, that you were the catalyst. And that's the goal here, is be a catalyst in your life be that 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 beginning point your effort your plan kicks it off and you never know sometimes those efforts will fizzle they will go nowhere you will do something and it'll stop right there no question about that but other times Something you did may have an immediate result that hopefully you intended, but sometimes it may not be until five years later, but I guarantee you, if you trace back what happened, you had something to do with it. So as the new year begins, and we look back, and that's all you're going to you've, you've probably seen, there's been a lot of looking backs at this year, and a lot of it isn't it wasn't exciting, as I said. I mean, if I guess it was exciting if you were a Taylor Swift fan, <laughs> Wow, does she have a year, right? <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if she can follow up 2023 with 2024. Who knows? But Taylor Swift has 12 new pages as well. We all do, regardless of who you are, how famous you are, or how unknown you are, or how regular you are. It doesn't matter. That's the great equalizer in everything. It's a new year. New hopes, new dreams, new expectations. 12 blank pages that are looking right back at you and saying, fill me up with memories. As I said, I look back now and I, and I, all those things I just rattled off to you. Each one of them had their own special memories too. As I said, going to Israel and seeing the Holy Land, bringing my three wise men (laughs) to the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem in the spot that's recognized as where Jesus was born. I brought my three wise men from my nativity scene there to take a picture of them. Kind of kooky, I admit, but a memory When I look at those three wise men now, and they'll be heading to the stable. They're still. Just so you know, they are now. They're they're in the the, in the room where the the, where the nativity scene is set. Many of you know that with a nativity scene at the holidays for Christmas, I do not put it all up with the baby in there and everything else. No, no, no. I am a stickler for detail. My Mary and Joseph were not at the stable until Christmas Eve. The baby Jesus was tucked away in the piano bench at 12 midnight on Christmas Day. He was then placed in. And now, according to tradition, on January 6th, the wise men will then make their way finally to the stable. They started upstairs in the spare bedroom. They made it into the hallway, down the stairs, into the near the front door, the little vestibule, and into the living room, and now they're on their way. <laughs> but when I look at those three wise men from now on, I will remember being at the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. That's what I'm talking about, making a memory. That was an amazing trip. Had cool things happen. But I brought those wise men and made that little memory happen. Seeing those pyramids in person. (laughs) I was awestruck. I cried when I saw it. As I said to you before in this podcast, being a kid from the northwest side of Chicago and seeing the pyramids in pictures in school, They seemed not only mystical and and magical, but they also seemed so far away, So, so different from where I was in my world. And so to have stood in front of them after so many years of wanting to see them, it was quite an emotional moment for me to say, wow that picture that I saw that so captivated me that always stayed in the back of my mind. I want to see the pyramids. I want to see the pyramids. And here I was seeing them in person and standing on them. That's a forever memory. As I said before, this Jeff award nomination and winning for best play, a high point right now, hopefully not the high point, but certainly one of the high points now in my acting career. Wow. Wow. Never expected it. Worked hard. Knew it was a possibility, but a lot of plays in Chicago. A lot of actors and actresses. I did my best. I worked hard, as hard as I ever worked on a play. But I never really expected to be recognized personally or even the play itself. I hoped we would. And wow. What a memory. Seeing these Elton John shows, a part of my life for more than 50 years. Seeing him perform. And then the last time, at least for right now, hopefully he'll perform again somewhere where I'll see him. But as it stands right now, there's no shows planned. I saw my first show when I was 12 and here i was seeing what at least at least this point was the last show for a while at least this is the first year that i don't have expectations to see an elton john concert and i probably won't i i mean i i heard he's going to have a new album out Uh, in this year but I don't believe he's got any shows planned maybe he'll surprise us maybe he won't he maybe he's enjoying staying off the road spending time with his family I don't know he's got a full plate of activities without any performances planned so 2024 is going to be strange because it's the first time in the last 20 years for sure because he's toured almost every year for the last 30 years No lie. Since almost 30 years, almost like, you know, from 1997 until last year, 2023, he's toured every year. And so I've seen him every year, at least how many times. So it's going to be strange. But I still have those memories of the shows in Paris where he called out my name thanking me for going to to so many shows and when he called my name out at the final show in Stockholm. So what a memory. Some fun trips with friends and with my wife and me making the wrong plane reservation to go to California, to go to San Francisco. (laughs) Booking the 7 p.m. when I thought it was a 7 a.m. flight and getting to the airport. At 5 a.m. and being told that my flight wasn't for another 12 hours? (laughs) Lifetime memory. (laughs) So that's my hope for myself, and that's my hope for you. As I said, the coming year is going to be very interesting on many fronts. Globally, internationally, we've got some conflicts that need to come to an end, that need to be settled, and we need to move on from them and and pick up the pieces of what they mean and and the destruction that they've made and the the lives that have been lost, Uh, regardless of where you are on either side hopefully these two conflicts that are currently going on in the world will end and they and no new ones will be sparked again in 2024. As I said, last year I, I was hoping that the one world, the major conflict would be settled. Not only did that not happen in 2023, but then another one cropped up. Now we've got two to deal with. Hopefully this coming election which is sure to be chaotic and crazy and unprecedented hopefully the chaos won't overcome us the divisions won't scar us and hopefully this election will provide a new beginning as opposed to more division and more acrimony that we've seen over the last three and a half years. No way of knowing. But so that's the thing. There are some things out there that we already know are going to be tough to deal with as a world, as a culture. So I think 2024 is even more important for you to take a little stock, to look at the world... Look at your life ahead, look at the next 12 months ahead and say, amidst all the chaos that's probably going to be brewing and all the craziness that's going to be going on around me, how can I make sure that every day and every month I'm doing my best to fill those empty pages and to fill those 12 pages? So at the end of 2024, you can look back and say, job well done. That's the challenge. They're just there sitting there waiting for you. Don't sit back. Don't wait for life to come to you. You've got to go to life and make it happen. Those pages are blank And they can be scary, but they can also be exciting because we don't know how they're going to get filled, but we know it's our job to fill them. So get those pages out and get to work. 2024, here we come. And so ends another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast, we are there. And don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone who listens to a podcast that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion are much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed episode number 397. I'm Jim Toronto. I am here on business. I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. From the end of my mind to your ears. Happy New Year.